You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. The future. The future of Radio. 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 The future of and then right, you and you Kenny can do- be the backup dancers. I'll oh, choreograph something for you guys. Oh, my God. Absolutely fucking not. I need to maximize the uh, two minutes that we're going to be on stage. I think a little song and dance may be appropriate. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see Sean Jordan? Yes. Oh, wow. This is going to be amazing. That's Hello. awful. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so. We, of course, greatly, greatly appreciate it, whether it's via podcast or via the subscription and the live stream and all of the amazing archives that we have, uh, which is six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Yeah. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe or just listen to the show. And tonight, tonight. is the night. So tonight, Wednesday, September 18th, Wednesday, 2013. September 18th. And sorry, we're going to be talking about this a little bit because we're very excited. It is our Fun Employment Radio comedy showcase yes. at The Secret Society. Our second one. The first one went so amazingly that we wanted to have a second one with four new comedians. Yes. That we're super excited about, all on the up and up. Absolutely. Yeah. So on the show tonight uh, will be Todd Armstrong, Randy Mendez, Sean, Sean Jordan, Jordan and Barbara Holm. And uh, we actually just talked to Sean and Barbara earlier today. Uh, Which so I don't know if any of us had had the proper amount of coffee because we're all just kind of like no, it's an wonky donkey. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's an interesting interview. Yeah, so uh, so we're going to be replaying that here in just a little bit uh, right here on the network. But you can see all four of them tonight. And hopefully we get to see as many of you as possible that can make it out to this and uh, come down and have a good time. So doors are at 7, but the bar is open before that. So we'll be hanging out there. And then uh, the show starts uh, right at 8. And we'll last probably till about 9.30. So even if you have to work tomorrow, you're fine to come out. Or yeah. stick around and hang out with us and have some awesome Absolutely. Some drinks, some food, some laughs. Ah, what can go wrong? <laughs> drinking and laughter. Drinking. I like both of I these things. I don't like drinking or laughter. Yes, I, mean, I don't. Even if you don't like drinking, I hate laughter. Uh, people are disappointed, Greg, that your keynote uh, speech is only going to be two minutes long. Oh, I can make that longer. Please don't. Maybe we'll, okay, maybe we'll start. We'll extend the show An extra half hour of me performing at the beginning You think that's what people want? Mm, I think that if nobody wants that If that's what they're demanding, Sarah I mean, I might no. have to do a little song I don't think dance. it was a demand I think it was more of a sigh of relief Saying, okay, good Greg's keynote speech is only going to be two minutes long I like funny How about you? Randy Mendez on stage here too Oh, yeah so I could do a little bit of that, like push it out. I've been I've been watching a lot of Boardwalk Empire, so I think I can kind of replicate some of like a like a twenties vaudeville type type of thing. I think this could be pretty amazing. There's going to be a lot of parts for you though, so you're going to have to learn your cor- yeah, choreography. Yeah, there will be no parts for me. You're going to have to don't mess up your choreography. Will you stop it? We've already talked about my whole stage fright thing. That's not happening. We have talked about that. No, I do not. I, I am actually. I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody tonight. But the one little thing that keeps making my stomach do a little little flip flop. Is uh, is knowing that I'm going to be going on stage. You will be going on stage. I know. Oh, God. So, to dispel any myths, uh, Sarah and I will not be doing stand-up, just maybe a little song and dance. But uh, Sarah does have a severe stage fright. And because of that, you know, I don't want this thing to get messed up tonight when you go on stage. I don't want you to freeze up, and then we have to, like, push you off, or if you start crying or something on stage. So... 
I wanted to just pull up some information here. Oh my god! And just are verify. you serious? Why are you messing with me on this? Well, no, I'm just wondering if you actually do have stage fright, or maybe it's something that you can overcome. So no, it's not because you know what? I've talked about this in college. I I dreaded the final speech that I had to give in my speech comm class for six months. Every day I'd wake up, I'd be like, "Oh, it's a glorious day," and then I'd remember that like four months down the road, I was going to have to give a speech in front of a class, and it would ruin my day. Well, okay, I've I pulled up some some information. Here, just to kind of verify where you're at, and if you are verified as having this, then I've got some some tips for you. Some tips for you going on. Are stage. you serious? So let me ask you this. Well, I don't sir. have to say anything. Like I'll just stand there, like I did last time, and wave. Oh well, no, you may have to say something. No, so let, let's ask. Let me ask this. Let me let me ask a couple of questions here, just to see. And and you just answer yes or no oh, God. to each one of these. What is it? What is this? A quiz about what? About being afraid of standing in front of people? These are some symptoms that I'm just going to read. I'm going to see <sighs> whether you you have them or not. So let's ask this. Here's one symptom. Do you have a feeling of uncontrollable anxiety when you think about or are exposed to public experience? Mm-hmm. Public appearance, excuse me. Yes. You do. You have a feeling of uncontrollable anxiety. That's how I felt before we did the KBOO thing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I was feeling like I wasn't in control of my limbs, like I'd had too much coffee, okay. and that I was just going to like uh, not be able to walk up the stairs. Like It was almost paralyzing. Okay. Like All I right. felt like I really wasn't able... I felt like it was physically affecting me to the point where I didn't think I was going to be able to walk on stage. You were just going to make me go up there by myself. Yes. I almost... I actually came with it very, very close of just asking if you'd just go up there. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, let me ask you this. Does the feeling that you must do everything... Do you have the feeling that you must do everything possible to avoid public appearance? And that does sound like what you're talking about. Shoving me up there and then you just taking off. Yes. Okay. Do you have the inability to function normally because of your anxiety? I don't. I get all twitchy. I get all twitchy and like I don't know what to do with my hands and I like blurt things out. I don't know how to engage in dialogue with a bunch of faces staring at me. I, I feel like, yeah, again, like the not control of my limbs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, do you, is uh, often the knowledge that your fears are unreasonable or exaggerated, but you feel powerless to control them. So d- does the knowledge that your fears are unreasonable or exaggerated make you feel powerless to control them? Yes, I know that it's not realistic mm-hmm. most for the most part. Mm-hmm. However, yes, I do. But even when I like try to reassure myself that it's not going to happen, then there's the other voice in my head that's just like, oh, but it probably will. Okay. That's why you, you're probably nervous because uh, it probably will. All right. Well, then I believe you are glossophobic. Glossophobic? Glossophobic. That's what it is saying is the technical term for this. You're glossophobic. Okay. So I'm sorry to diagnose this. It means that you have obsessive thoughts. You have difficulty thinking about anything other than the fear. Um, you have uh, really bad images and or mental movies of public Oh, appearance. my God. Why are you doing this? You have feelings of unreality or of being detached from yourself. Do you have fears? You of, are. Stop it. You're, you're hitting it too close. Do you have fear of losing control or going crazy? Oh, my God. Stop it. Do you have a fear of shoving me off the stage because it is a stage there? Oh, Am God. I gonna have well, to see, worry now about I'm going to think about that. You're going to be thinking about shoving me off because we did talk about how you have an, an obsessive No, thought. you know what? I think I'm going to be better at, uh, at this today than I was like, at the KBOO thing because Kenny will be there. And Kenny is my brother in crazy. Okay. And I know that if he's there, I'll just link arms with Kenny. And so, therefore, I know that neither of us will be able to push you off the stage because we'll both be holding each other back. Or you're just going to shove everybody off and you're going to go off the stage, oh, too. Oh, God. So, great. Now I have to worry about being shoved off the stage. This is what you're saying that I have to worry about. <laughs> Mr. Jenkins says, that's not a fear, Sarah. It's a fantasy. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, 
just for the people that are going to be there, and if you're not going to be there, this is something that you can anticipate of what Sarah will look like. Here are what the physical symptoms are for people to watch you when they're on when you're on stage and see if you're exhibiting any of these: dizziness, shaking, palpitations. I was getting lightheaded before the Kabu thing on on Sunday. Okay, so you may be shaking. I got dizzy. I okay. got dizzy. I was feeling a little uh, like uh, I had a case of the dizzies. I felt uh-huh. a little. Uh, I felt a little uh, Lucille too. Okay. Yeah. Um, you will probably exhibit shortness of breath or a, or have a smothering sensation. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm having that right now. By the way, while we're thinking about it, you'll probably I feel like ha- someone's like sitting on my chest. You'll probably have a feeling of choking. Oh my god, Greg, stop it! Well, I'm just saying so stop people it. that are watching. This is so it makes it easier Jesus for fuck. you, so that everyone. All right, aware. move on. Go, go, go. Okay, you'll probably be sweating profusely. Okay, yes. These are all symptoms. All right, go. Um, you may have some nausea or stomach distress. Yes. Okay, so those are something. So, so when people see you on there, they'll know. Uh, you might have hot or cold flashes. So these are these are things that um, you know people may. Uh, Why are you reading this to me? This I'm is trying really to mean. help you. I'm this trying to help mean. you out. This is not helping me. I'm helping you to overcome. If anything, now my t- my chest is tighter and I'm sweating profusely already. Well, I'm just trying to help you help you get over. That's this. enough. Okay. All right. Well, here. Well, now that we've we have successfully diagnosed you as glossophobic. You do have stage fright. I think that, um, you know, in my medical experience, based on reading this website page, uh, I think I can successfully diagnose you do, in fact, have stage fright. You're glossy. Yes. Yes, we've diagnosed that. Okay. All right. Well, so, thanks for that. Thanks a fucking lot. Well. I really appreciate it. It's not all. It, look, you got to break it down before you can rebuild you and help you out. So now that we've broken it down, we know, you know, at the baseline what's going to be going on. Sweating and heavy breathing and all kinds of stuff. Is your forehead a little bigger than it was yesterday? <laughs> so... Here is here are some of the things that we can do to help you to help you with your stage fright. All right, so number one, here's what you need to do when you go on stage: relax your body. So here's what it says: to overcome stage fright, there are a few things you can do to relax your body before going on stage. Easing the tension, just ease the tension. I'm gonna have to take another anxiety pill today. After I'm gonna have to double the dose today. Well, no, you fucker, no, you just like easing. undone everything that my therapist ever did. No, I'm helping you. I'm building you back up. See, easing the tension from your body can help steady your voice and relax your mind. So you need to do some stretches. Do a little stretches. That can help. Uh, Some other tips. Gently hum to steady your voice. See, you're doing that right now. You hum all the time when you're you're nervous or worked up. Okay, you can uh, eat a banana before you perform. It will lower that uh, empty or nauseous feeling in your stomach, but it won't make you feel too full either. See, so you can eat a eat a banana. Uh, I'm supposed to bring a banana with me to the secret society and then stand on the side of the stage and eat a banana before we go on stage. Well, it's going to help you out. Also, chew gum. So chewing gum a little bit <gasps> ease the tension. Chewing gum actually does help. See, there we when go. When I'm feeling panicky, if I have something to focus on, like mm-hmm. chewing gum, which I will be chewing gum, I always chew. That's something that you will notice when, when I'm on stage. I do always have gum. Okay. Even at the Kabu thing, I have I had gum. All right. So even bring- though I know you're not supposed to speak with gum in your mouth. Okay, so I don't give a shit. So bring gum for Sarah tonight if you're coming out. And also stretch. Stretch your arms, your legs, back, and shoulders. It's another great way to reduce the tension in your body. See? Do a little stretch. That's it? That's what you recommend? A banana and stretching? No, there is much more. I have much more here. See, I'm trying to help you out. It may seem like I'm being mean at first. And you want to, you know, aggressively act out violently on me. But I'm trying to help out. How does it feel to be closer to 40 than it is to 30? Yeah, whatever. Uh, So... Number two, meditate. So on the morning before your performance, or even an hour before, take 15 to 20 minutes out of your day to meditate. So find a quiet place where you can take... You're, stre- you're stressing me out just telling me how to relax. 
You're stressing me out. All right, well, here's something else. Oh my you can God, do. that's it. You're going on stage by yourself. I'm not doing it. Uh, no, no, you need to be up I'm there. I'm not doing it. Um, okay, avoid caffeine. Avoid caffeine be- as you're chugging down your coffee. I am. Is that just, coffee that's been sitting out all night? No, I, okay, I have new coffee. That's new coffee. I did when we came back last night to do the clue commentary. I did drink some more old coffee. Oh, by that point, it was like 36 hours mm-hmm. old. Oh, wow. Um, okay, so avoid coffee if you can. And now, here's the, here's the final, well, not the final thing. Another thing that you can do. Set a stop time for your, for your anxiety. So set a, set a mental stop time. So on the day of your performance, you tell mm-hmm. yourself that you can allow yourself to be nervous for a certain amount of time. But after that, but after a certain hour, say 3 p.m., all anxiety will go out the door. Oh, that's a bunch of hippie bullshit. Yeah, you don't have that much control over it. But I do know one numer- numerical thing that helps me with anxiety attacks is that an anxiety attack uh-huh. cannot last longer than 20 minutes. Oh, really? Is that I know that. True? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what is always my calming thing. So if I'm in the midst of an anxiety attack, I can just tell myself, I'm like, it won't be longer because it feels like forever when uh-huh. you're there. But I can tell myself, it'll only, it won't be longer than 20 minutes. Just get through the next 20 minutes and okay. everything will be better. All right. Yeah. Well, here's another thing. It looks like you've already done this today. Get some exercise. Do a 30-minute walk. You walked here today, right? I did. I did a 35-minute walk today. Yeah, you do have your, your running short outfit. I am wearing, I have discovered the shorts that I'm going to wear every day when I give up on life. Okay. I am wearing the most comfortable shorts in the entire fucking world. They are hideous. They're hideous and they are so damn comfortable. All right. Like as soon as I decide to like just stop caring about my appearance, then I am going to purchase about seventy four pairs of these shorts and wear them all all year round. That's what you, that's going to be your thing. That is my dream. That's going to be my thing. Okay. Well, you got your thirty minutes of exercise. Here's another thing: laugh as much as you can. See, laughter is good. It's good for the tension. Just easing the tension. Well, good thing we have four hilarious comedians on the bill tonight. Absolutely. See, so there we go. That's and maybe good. I'll just laugh at you when, while you do your song and dance number because it'll be like your whole "Look at me, look at me" before the show starts. Come on, my baby. Come on, my oh, honey. God. Come on, my ragtime gal. Uh, get there early. Show up to your presentation earlier than anyone in the audience. You're going to be there early. I'm going to be there early. there having some drinks. I do like getting there early. That does help because if you can see people coming in, if you can watch the crowd build instead of walking into the crowd, Mm -hmm. it actually does help alleviate some of the tension. Talk to members in the audience. Step number eight. You're going to be doing that because we're going to be talking to everybody that comes in. Okay. We'll be there hanging out. Mm-hmm. These are good things. Easing so the I make them like my comrades. Like I make yeah. them my friends. Well, I mean, because a lot of them are my friends and they're people that I'm excited to meet and everything. So this is going to be something good. Okay. So like when we get to the Secret Society tonight, I'm just going to, uh, I'm, I'm just going to make friends. Okay. And so that we're, therefore, when I look out at the, at the sea of faces, it's not going to be individual, it's not going to be scary people. It's going to be people that I know. Scary people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you're terrified of everyone that's going to be there. But don't be terrified. Don't be terrified of 99% of them. 95%. Should I picture them in their underwear? If that's what, if that's what makes it easier for you. Is that what you, I need to do? You can picture that it's a bunch of... Because uh, see, at Cabo, all I had to do was like f- pick out the bearded ladies, and that calmed me. Okay. What could I be picking out? What's, what do you think is going to be uh, um, what there will be seven of in the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase? Seven audience? of? Um, what, could I, what, uh, what specific trait do you think I could look for? Well, I don't know. It depends on Should what you're... Should I look for bearded men? Should I? I don't know. I need something to distract me. There will probably be seven me. men with beards there. Okay. Yeah, I would say so. So you're going to be counting the bearded men? Yeah, it helps me to count. Okay, count the bearded men there. I used to know somebody, my friend Richard, and he uh, could not sit in a room. Well, he couldn't sit in a room with his back not against the wall, and he could not sit still in a room without counting how many people had hats on. Okay, that, that was his thing, huh? Yeah, that was his thing. All Which, right. in case uh, any old school Rick Emerson show listeners, this was Richard Nunn, who... Uh, 
who he had to always sit with his back to a wall and always had to count all the hats in the way and I'd be like what are you doing he's like I'm counting hats there are 11 of them in here I'm like you are as crazy as me this is awesome okay yeah all right. well if that helps you if that helps you get through it so you're gonna count the bearded men yes all right but what counts as a beard does a mustache still oh, count boy. is it facial hair it's got to be a full beard does goatee no. count I mean these are things you need to work out if you're actually going to be counting the beards I would say a full upper lip and uh, chin has to be covered in hair. To look for the Van Dyke? Isn't that what that is? What's the Van Dyke? When it's connected, when it's like the mustache goatee. Well, that's a goatee, isn't it? I think it's a Van Dyke when you have no. the mustache connected with the I goatee. I think that's a ridiculous term that somebody came up with. <laughs> I think that's a goatee. Uh, so, or is the goatee just the chin? I don't know. Either way, I think, I think if there's hair on the chin, okay. If there's just hair on the upper lip, that's a mustache. Doesn't count as a beard. Oh, it is a Van Dyke. I was right. No one calls it that. Yes, they do. Who? I just look. Who? What person is calling that? Well, they have a, a Van Dyke. No, a Van Dyke is a style of facial hair named after the 17th century Flemish painter Anthony Van Dyke. A Van Dyke specifically con- consists of any growth of both a mustache and a goatee with all of the hair on the, sh- on the cheeks shaven. All right. Well, you can call it whatever you want to. Yeah. All right. So, so I'm going to look for Van Dykes. Yes. Counting that as a beard. Okay. Um, imagine uh, your favorite person in the audience. Who's your favorite person, Sarah? Oh, goodness. Well, I mean, it's going to be everybody that's there tonight. Okay. Because they're all taking the time out of their busy schedules to come down and support something that we've put a lot of work and effort into. Okay. You know, while follow, whilst 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 following our dreams. Yeah. Every person there is going to be my favorite person, so I need a different question. Good answer. Drink citrus juice. Okay. So drink citrus juice a half hour before your performance can lower your blood pressure and ease your anxiety. Okay. So, so like a like what like a. Like a vodka OJ? Yeah, well, the Secret Society has a whole bunch of they do. drink. I they mean, do. fancy, fancy drinks that probably there's one. something muddled in there? Mm-hmm. Citrus? Okay, that's good. We'll ask Matt when he comes in, because Matt from the Secret Society is going to be in here in a little bit. We'll ask him what kind of drink he has that are citrus-oriented. Okay. That's that good, good, that's good. Okay, recite the words <clears throat> to your favorite song or poem. So, falling into a comfortable rhythm will make you feel more at peace and in control. If you feel comfortable reciting the words to your favorite song or poem, you'll feel more comfortable about delivering your lines with ease and grace. Okay. Would, would that be Hold On for One More Day? No. Or? What, is what would your fa- favorite song be? Gosh, my favorite song? Mm-hmm. Uh, lately, I've been listening to a lot of Blue Oyster Cult, so I would say Don't Fear the Reaper. Okay. <laughs> Don't Fear the Reaper. All that's right. What that's what I'll just keep repeating recite, to myself. Recite those lyrics. Okay. Okay. And then, um, yeah. I think this is this is going to be a very good thing. And then finally, just visualize success. Think about okay. how successful you're going to be up there. What, by just standing there? Yeah. How successful my standing is going mm-hmm. to be in front of people. I'll just consider it a success if I don't fall off the stage or have a... Yeah, okay. Yeah, don't fall off the stage. Okay. Yeah, don't do that. That would just kind of put a whole damper mm. on everything. All right, see? So now you feel much better about yourself. Look at that. Maybe I should be a psychiatrist in some way. I break you down and build you. I back don't like up. you anymore. By now the way. you're feeling you're feeling good. You're feeling on top of yeah. the world. You know. You're why don't we just Why don't we just wait and find out if I'm actually going to show up tonight? Do, at this do point. some stretches, and I think you're going to be just fine up there. You'll be just fine. You're going to do great. Mm, See, do? that's supposed to calm mm, you down. Yeah, do that. Well, because I just look at you, and I just want to go. Mm. That's not a humming. Yeah, it's a pleasant, that's, I, that's calming hum. That's me trying hum, to stop. I when you see me, I'm going to pleasant, calming hum my fist in your face if you, you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're going to do great. You're going to do great. So there we go. Sarah, we'll be counting beards, and now we know what to see when she's on I'll be counting B- Van Dykes, Greg. Van Dykes. Okay, so just Van Dykes we'll be counting. Okay. Well, all thanks right. for freaking me out. I really appreciate that. That's all, that's all I needed today. I wasn't stressed out enough. So um, yeah. I helped calm you thanks, down. Thanks, friend. I think, we're, I think thanks. we're doing good. Thanks so much.
I need a cocktail like right now. I'm doing some stretching myself. I think I have a hams in there. People are suggesting it says more than anything. It sounds like violence toward Greg will calm you down the most, Sarah. A couple punches, a one-two punch. <laughs> one-two? That would make me feel better. I don't know. That's I don't know if that's going to help me out very much. And through the nose, out through the mouth. Stretch. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. I thought that just was world of crazy. God, sometimes I feel like I admit too much on this show. You know, some people like go through life and they're just like, oh, look at me. I'm cookie. I have problems. But, like, I hate it because it's actually my life. Yeah. And I can't make it like kooky because it actually is the way that I think. But then yeah, again, no, I know. I know, I know you're, you're not you're thinking any of this. I'm well aware. But there are those people. It's like you are know, just like, I'm so eccentric. Look at me. I'm just like, bitch, you couldn't even deal with real eccentricities. You don't know what it's like to be chained to a clock when it turns 111 and have to kiss it. You don't know what it's like to get on stage and wonder whether or not you're going to shove somebody who's standing next to you off of it. Or whether or not you have control over your limbs in front of a whole room of bearded ladies. You don't know. You don't know what it's like. Hey, it's a national holiday today. First up, Greg. It's National Cheeseburger Day. Cheeseburger Day. It's National Cheeseburger Day. And many national chains and local burger joints are celebrating by giving away free cheeseburgers. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, who's giving away free cheeseburgers? I don't know, I but don't know there, there are places that are giving away free cheeseburgers. I, for one, was thinking about cheeseburgers this morning. And now that I know it's National Cheese, uh, Cheeseburger Day, I figure it would be very rude to not have a cheeseburger. Absolutely. So I'm going to go and have a cheeseburger, probably. That's so yes, idea. Wednesday, September 18th, not only is it the date of the amazing Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase happening at Secret Society 116 Northeast Russell tonight at 8 p.m., it is also National Cheeseburger Day. Now, since the cheeseburgers... They're really late today. Yeah, they are. Uh, since the origin of the cheeseburger in the early 1920s, Greg, the cheeseburger is one of America's most beloved foods and certainly worthy of its own national holiday. Why are you staring at me? I'm just I thought you had like a cheeseburger anecdote. I'm letting you get used to speaking. Will on you stage stop it? <laughs> no, I, I, I would love to go get a free cheese. Cheeseburgers are delicious. Well, so. do you want to know the story of the cheeseburger? Yes, so if someone, I if, would love to know the story. If of the someone in conversation, maybe you'll meet a lovely lady tonight, and she's just like, "Hey, did you hear that it's free cheeseburger day?" And you could be like, "Hey, guess what the origin of the cheeseburger is?" Okay. Here it is. Yes. Now, there are several theories about the origin of the cheeseburger, but uh, the most infamous story claims that the cheeseburger was created sometime between 1924 and 1926. So wouldn't that make it 1925? Well, sometime in between those. That would years. make it 1925. By a chef named Lionel Sternberger. Now, as the story goes, a homeless man dining in Sternberger's restaurant in Pasadena, California, suggested the addition of a slice of cheese to his hamburger. Sternberger complied and even eventually added the menu to the item to his menu. And the rest of it is cheeseburger history. Wow. Yes. Okay, so that's what I'm supposed to bring up. Oh, hi, ma'am, that I'm meeting. You're very attractive. Would you like to know where cheeseburgers come from? Oh, my gosh. Burgerville's doing a buy one, get one free. Oh, oh my gosh. So what's the guy's name? Lionel Sternberger. Lionel Sternberger. Well, did you know that... The origin of the cheeseburger was Lionel Sternberger. Sometime between 1924 and 1926, they haven't uh, pinpointed the day. But he was uh, making burgers for homeless people, and then uh, he slapped meat on it, and then uh, now, hence, we have the cheeseburger. Oh, well, Carrie's like making so me feel work. bad about National Cheeseburger Day, and they're saying, now I'm hungry, so I'm going to the gym. You know what? I'm hungry. I'm going to go shove my face full of cheeseburgers. 
I wish I had her willpower. Loneliness and cheeseburgers are a very deadly combination. <laughs> no, a very sad mix. Oh. Loneliness and cheeseburgers are a very sad mix. It's one of my favorite quotes of all time. Next up, Greg. Yes. You're not allowed to say it like that unless it's Dr. Science. A story out of North Char- uh, Charleston, South Carolina. We've had a couple things out of the Carolinas lately that have been a, a little nutty, and this is no exception. Uh, so this story is about a woman named Vernette Bader, uh, 54 years young. Now, Miss Vernette Bader is accused of stabbing her live-in ex-boyfriend because he wouldn't stop listening to the Eagles. <laughs> well, in fairness... How long was he playing the Eagles? Uh, well, let's see. So the police say that Burnett Bader was watching TV with the man's brother and told her 64-year-old ex, who she still lived with, to turn his music off because he was playing that gosh darn Eagles too loud. The ex responded by telling her to shut your mouth and took her tolerance to the limit by continuing to play the Eagles even at a louder volume. Apparently, this infuriated Burnett Bader, who then allegedly grabbed a bread knife and started swinging at, at her ex-boyfriend. Uh, her ex-boyfriend told police that by the time he managed to get the bread knife away from her, she was already gone, headed to the kitchen to get yet another bread knife. Now, the victim locked himself in the bathroom to get away from her. Now, police say that Vernette Bader did admit to stabbing the man, although she didn't puncture the skin because it was a bread knife, uh, but said it was out of self-defense because he was choking her. Investigators who worked on the case, however, noted there were no marks on her neck. And alleged that she was lying. Well, she didn't really need to lie. In a, in a way, that that is a form of torture. It is. If you have to listen to the Eagles over and over. I used to have a, a roommate, and she would play cake over and over oh, and cake. over and over. She was obsessed with cake for some reason. And it would always be playing at, like, maximum volume in the living room. And I came close to going into a... To a rage. Into a rage? That. Yeah. Okay. I would, yeah, we got into a lot of fights over the stereo. Well, we'll see. Of course, uh, this comes on the heels of, uh, do you remember in April when a Colorado woman started choking her boyfriend after he wouldn't stop playing Macklemore's Thrift Shop? Yes, I do remember that. He played that. that 25 times. So no word on if she was playing the sa- if he was playing the same Eagle song over and over again. Or if he was just uh, playing their, their wide variety of a catalog they have. <laughs> People are making Eagles puns in the chat. There were so many Eagles puns in the story that I avoided. Do one. Uh, that says, uh, the ex uh, responded by telling her to shut her mouth and took her tolerance to the limit by continuing <laughs> to play the music. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's another one. Investigators who noted that there were no marks on her neck did not believe her lion eyes. <laughs> <laughs> She's at Charleston County Jail now and will likely make a court appearance one of these nights. <laughs> yes. All right, that's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, and police uh, said that by the time he managed to get the knife away from her, the Desperado was already gone. Wow. Somebody had a lot of fun there. Attention, Greg Nibbler. Yes. All right. This next story is based in New Mexico. Uh, so two young men, one of which is named Sergio Chanez, 18 years young, and his 17-year-old uh, accomplice, who is not named because he is the 17 years old, uh, broke into a mobile home this past week in uh, Chaparral, New Mexico, uh, pilfering multiple pornographic DVDs out of the mobile home, but apparently they only liked a specific kind of DVDs. Greg Nibbler. What? They stole all of the... So this guy whose mobile home they broke into had a vast collection of uh, pornographic DVDs, Mm -hmm. but they picked through and only stole his midget pornography. Oh, wow. Yes, and that's what it's called. 
That's what it's called. Uh, and, you know, as we've had Brad Williams on talking about midget and says, though the complaint to use, uh, use the word midget, the term is uh, typically considered offensive, with dwarves preferring to be called little people. So I guess we can call it little people pornography. LPP. Okay. Uh, so the two stole all of the little people pornography. Uh, electronics, kitchen appliances, and a mirror before deciding to set the mobile home on fire. Uh, so they've been charged with burglary, arson, breaking and entering, and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. They are scheduled to appear in court on September 23rd. What? Nothing. Why, what are you doing over there? Why are you just staring at me? See, you're handling it just fine all by yourself. Yeah, you know what I like? Is being a fucking co-host. I don't sit here and do this all by myself. All right, finally, Greg. The story made me happy. Thank you to everyone who said this to me. Forget crocodiles and snakes. The real animal treat in Australia... It, uh, treat? The real animal threat in Australia is wild pigs, Greg. Well, at least if you're camping. So let me tell you what happened over the weekend. So at a campground in Western Australia over the weekend, a feral pig, who I guess wander all around uh, Western Australian campgrounds, Guzzled down 18 beers that had been let out, left out, uh, improperly secured outside of a campsite. So a feral pig 18 drank beers? 18 beers. And just like anyone with 18 beers, the pig got big-headed and decided to start a fight with a cow, that, resulting in the cow chasing the pig around the campsite. That is the greatest camping story ever. Yes, a visitor to the campsite said in the middle of the night, these people camping opposite of us heard a noise, so they got their torch out and shone it on the pig, and there he was, scrunching away at their cans. The pig was later reported sleeping his hangover off under a tree after finishing being chased by the cow. While feral pigs are considered to be an invasive pest in many of the country, it's also a reminder to keep food and drink secured while camping wherever you are, because it could have even turned into a drunken kangaroo, which would have been probably more combative. Drunk pigs. I would love to see a drunk pig versus a cow. Yeah. I don't think you're alone in that assessment. I think everybody would. So there you go. That is your world of crazy. And is our guest here? Uh, Yes. So why don't we do this? Let's uh, take a break and play our interview. Well, we'll take a break, but for you guys listening, it's no break at all. Because uh, let's play our interview from this morning with Sean Jordan and Barbara Holm. Awesome. Both going to be part of the show tonight. And... um, they're awesome. We were all very uh, uncaffeinated this yeah. morning, so it, it's still it's a great interview. Mm. And it does pose a question that we will need to bring up. Which I think we will with Matt, yeah. yeah. I kind of want to know. I feel like I answered it. Have you had some time to think? I've had a little bit more time okay, to think. Okay, maybe you can, you can re-answer if you okay. like. Okay, all, all right. right. Yeah, I may want to redo that one. Okay. All right, uh, so let's take a break. Here they are, Sean Jordan and Barbara Holm, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes with Matt from The Secret Society. All right. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I want hot coffee in my face. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah. You know, you made Barbara cry. You would get the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> Not even by me. Not even by her. I'll show to me. I like, just got on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, because they could do it. <laughs> that group of fucking 3,000 nerds. <laughs> All the Buffy fans. Why are we? This is what we should be talking All right. about. All right, we're All just right. going. You know what? Help. We're, we'll skip the intro. Uh, welcome to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you're listening. We are joined now by two. As I turn down that, it's just a broadcast it's just here. Broadcast professionals yeah. right here. Um, joining us right now, ladies and gentlemen, Barbara Holm and Sean. Don't drop us microphone, Jordan. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hi. What's happening? So tonight we know that whoever goes before you, if somebody goes before you, they cannot drop the microphone. 
Yeah, no, that it's a dick move. Yeah, it is. It seems dick like a move, dick move. Barbara. I think I'm hosting, so maybe I might just throw it down. You should. You but I wouldn't do it to one of your guys' microphones. I'd have to, like, bring one from home. There you go. So you can oh, just pull it out true. of your pocket and then yeah. throw that one down. <laughs> like a magic trick. Sure. <laughs> just put a string on it and keep pulling it every time. So it are there, I mean, up. that one doesn't seem like, it seems like it would be unspoken to not throw down someone's microphone because it seems like a shitty thing to it's do. It's just weird. I don't, uh, you know, Chris Rock did it. That's it. Yeah. That's right? That's like the one person. He's yeah, allowed. And, uh, but that's Chris Rock. Yeah, that's he Chris Rock. He can buy a yeah. hundred microphones. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Probably more. He's rich. Rich yeah. rock. Todd Glass broke our headphones in here one time. And, and didn't, didn't replace say a them. damn thing about it. Didn't replace them, yeah. He's just like, snaps them in half. Oops, sorry. See you guys later. <laughs> really? Come check out my show. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Do you guys have another set of headphones? I'm like, well, yeah, but you just but broke one of them. money, Todd <laughs> Glass. Yeah. Well, are there any other, un- are there unwritten rules? That's what I wanted to know about. Like, you know, like, don't throw down the microphone. Are there things that people might not know? Oh, I'll write them down. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be written uh, by the end of the day. <laughs> They're all written. This, uh, this, when I first started, this guy, I might have told you this, but this guy, right before he went on stage, I guess the cook at this comedy club used to, like, try to, try to, like, mess with everybody. And so he took, uh, this guy, we were, like, saying this guy's name to bring him up, and the cook came up with a chloroform of Tabasco sauce and just, like, came up from behind him and smudged it all over his whole face. What the? <laughs> wow. And he said, yeah, he was going on stage and he was like, I was crying because <laughs> it was Tabasco, like, in your eyes and up your nose and shit. It'd be, it'd be gnarly. And then... He, so that's not something like that you would do. You can't just be like, I'm not going up yet. I got Tabasco sauce all over me because everyone's like, what? No, you don't. You're just scared. But that's not, like, a common unwritten rule. That's like a No, that's, I mean, that should be. I think be. Sarah was talking more like, don't insult wait staff or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, don't oh, yeah, that Tabasco too. in people's eyes. I mean, <laughs> both of these things would probably have don't bad kill consequences. Anyone. What if that happens, like, all the time to you? Like, that's your problem. That you're like, oh, yeah, that's a totally common thing. Or, like, if that guy did really well, and he's like, well, I guess... I now he's got to cry. Yeah, if he had though. a really hot yeah. set... I gotta go. All night. All night. Get ready for it. All right, nobody bring Tabasco to put in anyone's eyeballs tonight, please. No, no, please avoid that. So, <laughs> so other than dropping the mic and putting Tabasco in people's faces, that otherwise everything's fair game. You can kneecap know. someone, you can yeah, you know, do anything, anything you want to. I've never really had to think about yeah. it. It seems pretty cut and dry, like... Shake hands. Shaking hands is a. There's some people that don't shake hands. That's always weird when that doesn't happen. And you're like, your hands like, oh snap. I know. Shake it. Well, sometimes it's like a germaphobe thing. Yeah, Paul Mooney doesn't shake hands. He only fist bumps. Fist bumps. Oh really? Yeah. It's it's just contact. That's all right. Yeah, I don't mind a fist bump. Mm -hmm. Or if like they have props. I host a lot of shows yeah. with people have props. <laughs> I wish that you could see Barbara right now doing her prop dance. You like can. I mean, you can imagine. <laughs> whatever whatever you're picturing, it's probably. So you guys, have you guys been friends for a while? This is, yeah. We Barbara don't even Holden like each other. They don't like each other. Can't stand it. <laughs> it's just how congenial we both can be. Oh, you guys are, are professionals. I think we met a couple years ago, right? Like, yeah. Like, actually met, met. We've been friends for like a year and a half. Yeah, well... I think, yeah, we've been friends for like a year and a half. Sean probably met me a couple years before I met him. (laughs) I remember I was, uh, we were at Bumbershoot and Barbara was sitting in the green room, couldn't give two shits about me. And then... And I, I was probably just like really nervous and like all oh, these really cool Portland it's people. It's funny after you get to know somebody because I was probably nervous too. Like we were both looking at each other, probably really nervous. But the other one probably thought like they don't care. They don't even know who I am. Or they whatever. don't know. <laughs> and we knew. <laughs> we totes knew. 
<laughs> so you can view this sexual tension tonight. <laughs> Live on stage at the Secret Society. Uh, so you were just at Bumper Shoot, weren't you? Yeah. For, yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, we both were. It was fun. Oh, you guys both did it? We actually this, are This friends. last time? Okay. For yeah, uh, like competitive really erotic fan fiction, is I'm Sean's do? favorite female was, friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, I don't have a lot of right Is that there. what you tell her? <laughs> That's what I tell them all. Okay. Like when I okay. put my hand over, this what I tell yeah. them all. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did fan fiction. Um, we had our show up there, and Barbara was on that, and uh, some other. Yeah, it was fun. It was so, super. what did you guys write your? Was it Buffy? Uh, no, I did that in Portland. You Good. I wasn't Buffy. on it right. and bumper shoot. Yeah. Okay. What did you do your competitive fan fiction on? Erotic. <laughs> Zardoz. You ever heard of the movie Zardoz? Zardoz. No. No. Really? So you had no context at all? No. Of what Zardoz was? It's, it was I so didn't... funny. Sean's was like about like some girl at a bar talking to him <laughs> about the movie Zardoz, and he's pretending that he knows what it is, and then he pretends that he wrote the whole movie. But it's so. But he hasn't even seen it. He doesn't even know what the movie is. I don't know. All right, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's a good way to get around that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really good. You're right. It was a great <laughs> idea. Really, really funny. <laughs> How did, did that go well for you? It did. I did, so if you look that movie up, it's uh, Sean Connery. It's like um, it's like Wizard. So it's like Wizard of Oz, Zardoz. Like Zard is the end of Wizard, and then Oz. It's like a play on Wizard of Oz. And he's got. Are you guys looking at it? It's like I am. Yeah. Red, oh, I've seen okay, this outfit like picture, on him before red with like the leather the cross jockstrap the yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally would watch that movie. I know. You don't say it like that, <laughs> you sultry vixen. Oh, I totally watch that movie. <laughs> You guys should have a Zardoz screening and then you could do like, you know, I do want to watch and it. After. It looks, I mean, it looks fun. I kind of think that you might need to dress like Zardoz for Halloween. Can you look yeah. at that magic? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is rocking the ponytail and the mustache. That's the, uh, that's something it's very brave. few people can do. It's brave. Yeah, I don't look like Sean Connery, so I don't oh, think I'd be I don't know. Able, that's don't to be like, determined. You look better than Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hear that, so Connery? I know you're listening. <laughs> well, so so you up there at Bumbershoot, and Barbara, you are writing for the Mercury now. I am. That is awesome. What do you write about for said uh, newspaper publication? Uh, Some I, bullshit. <laughs> 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 it just fits with what you're going to say. I, I, write, I write a column called My Least Favorite Piece of Misogyny This Week. Um, it's about, it's not about how I hate men, it's about how I love women. Gotcha. Yeah. I like it. No, that's good. It's very descriptive. <laughs> so, like, what, what's uh, one of your recent articles about? Um, it's about misogyny and entertainment art. And I use examples from comedy. Gotcha. All right. And it's a really good article because she always makes it really funny. Like, it's it gets a point across, but it's never, like, I don't know. You, you, you don't read it. Aggressive, like, like oh, cockman yeah. oppressor stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's just, it's funny, and it's but it gets the point across. That's, That's great. That's awesome. How long have you been writing? Writing? Yeah. Uh, I mean, have you written like articles years. before? <laughs> okay. Well, when what you meant to say? When um, the English I, word? But for about like six, but for about like, um, probably for about like five months for the Mercury, I think. Okay. Yeah. And before uh, that, did you write for any other uh, public- yeah, publications? I've written for Bitch and Huffington Post. Okay. And yeah. So you're experienced. Uh, sort of <laughs> journal. I use quotes around journalism. That was I like your your air quotes going yeah. on there. All right, that's awesome. Well, you guys are both going to be there tonight, 
And it's going to be super fucking amazing. It is yeah, indeed. Yes. Fun. I heard the theater is really, really cool. It's it really is. pretty. That's what it's Tony awesome. was saying last night. It, as soon as I had to rip his face off the TV from Grand Theft Auto, his eyes, it was like when you leave your contacts in for too long. That's what the flat screen was to his eyeballs. They were just connected. He Anthony got Lopez is who we're Jesus. talking about. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. I mean, awesome? I said, <laughs> yeah. No, when, so I was telling Barbara about the game because our friend Zach, I, or no, Tony, when I woke up yesterday, Tony's like, check this out and he ran up to a girl and elbowed her in the face and then he walked up to another girl and backhanded her and I was telling Barbara and she's like Jesus and I was like oh you can do it to guys too <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's equal in balance it is to beating. so gnarly that, I mean I said, this is like is this an the old Grand man Theft in Auto me coming out five? it sounds like five, five. Yeah. whatever that thing I keep seeing people like yeah. trying to V whatever that is all they're doing all they're doing is beating the shit out of people that's like hooker beatings and stuff yeah you can right? beat anyone I don't, under- I don't understand anyone. the kids today in their video games Randy Mendez is on the show tonight too, right? Yeah. yeah. Last night he said that he's not allowed to play that game in front of his daughter. He shouldn't be. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was talking about that because what was he playing? He was playing like old school Mortal Kombat or something. And his daughter's his daughter his saw daughter, him. Like, yeah, the like, Yeah, gave him an uppercut punch right yeah. after watching that. Oh my gosh! Just because she had just seen it done on the screen, so yeah, it was probably the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> Have you seen Randy's daughter? No. Yes. Well, I've, I've seen like Facebook pictures. Well, I can't yet, but. see. Like, try and find a picture of Randy without his daughter. That's in it. true. Like, that's what I was trying to. You, that's a good point. All, while you're doing that, whilst you're doing that, try to find a photo of Randy without a beard. It is ridiculous looking. Is there one on there that this There's exists? One, and it doesn't even look like him. But. He might have. Spite shaved his beard When we had him on He was saying that We had talked about the beard Too much and he might Just shave it off Because he said he Shaves it off during the winter Oh yeah, Could yeah, be a beardless Last year it was I hope on. I'd love it if he shaved it off He looked good Huh He looked good last year Yeah he's a good looking guy Alright yeah I'm looking I can't I And he's funny Barbara I gotta go With the other guys <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting right here <laughs> He looked good And he's funny <laughs> What else What else he, he, Does he have money? He, Does he, he have likes, a bank account? He likes comic books more than you. <laughs> <laughs> Andy was talking about his hot stripper wife. Yeah? Well, mm-hmm. fuck me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any of that. <laughs> I just have my rapier keen wit and my winning smile. <laughs> Which are wonderful things. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Make sure you say like you really enunciate rapier, keen wit, because it's uh, keen wit. Because it kind of could be misconstrued a little bit. It almost sounded like you said rapey keen wit. Rapey? Nope. Okay. Didn't say it. Didn't Did say not it. say it. Or no. rapier, like more rapey. More rapey than the other. I was rapey. talking about like a sword. I know. <laughs> Sean's really smart and witty, and it's sharp like a sword. Or. Don't be done. A sexual predator <laughs> with a sword. That would make you more rapey. I suppose if you had the sword. Sure. I mean, that would. I would. I the sword. Be that'd be. Man, wouldn't that be gnarly? Like if people still walked around with swords, that would be. Just. I would totally do it. Fight. I would totally. They end up still being do. One of those like people. if you go to any kind of uh, like Comic Con or any kind of thing, like the pirates are okay. wielding their real swords. I might go to the Renaissance thing in, in Hillsborough. There's no joke on Saturday with um, a girl. So I have a, I have a question oh, for you guys. Are you going on a date yeah. to the yeah, Renaissance I've actually, Fair? I've been on a couple That's dates amazing. with this girl. I went on a okay. date with a backpack on the other day. You know how, with a bucket <laughs> and very You know how embarrassing that is? Went to dinner and everything with a backpack? Full on. Full on. And she is a grown-up. <laughs> like a grown-up. And technically so am I. You know what yeah. I mean? Like on well. paper. Uh, like if you look at my birth certificate, you're like, he's probably a grown-up by now. Technically all of us in this room are grown-ups, but really... 
Jesus. I have my backpack right there. <laughs> so here's oh, so if you could go to the moon for an hour or you could travel back in time for an hour, what would you do? Time. Back in time. Why so quick? Man, I'm the only moon. Person. You go to the moon for an hour? I would go to the moon. Yeah. But and so sub question, where would you go? And this is how the Renaissance oh, thing got, came up because I would like to go see like a working castle, something like that. Yeah, okay, well, would it just be to observe or do you get to interact? You can you can interact, but you can't change anything. So, like, you can communicate. Okay. Like, if you went and saw Jesus carrying the cross, you could be mm-hmm. like, hey, is that Jesus? And they'd be like, yeah, it's Jesus. Yeah, no, that, that would be a waste of an hour. Um, <laughs> wow, Greg really hates Jesus. Well, no, I'm just saying that it seems like that'd get boring because he'd walk by really quick and be like, oh, well, there's that. Oh, I, bet like he, I bet he did walk by really quick dragging that cross, didn't he? <laughs> I bet he just tore ass right through that he whole street. He was just street. hustling with yeah, that super thing. Power, right? Like, he had super strength or super speed. He didn't yet. He was getting there. Yet? I don't know. You know more. You know more about comic books than I do. I felt like he could like uh, walk on water and fly and stuff. Did he fly? I don't know. Maybe. You it's were possible. saying it's possible. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would probably. I'd probably go back to to I'd say like Roman times. That's what I would choose. Sure. I would do like, the, like, like the Colosseum. See like the Colosseum. Colosseum type stuff. Yeah. Watch some something terrible happen. And or just then, go uh, see what was uh, what was his name um, Caligula. Go see like what an actual right. tyrant. He yeah. Was. yeah. Yeah. See what's going on in something like that. See, yeah, that would wouldn't be, it be amazing just that to would be see just to observe like? it. I wouldn't want to interact though. I wouldn't yeah. want to interact. You don't like, want to like do any of the like the weird Roman stuff that they used. Well, to Well, maybe maybe some of it. Maybe. So are you going to dress up for the Renaissance Fair? No. I think you're supposed no. to. That's why. Yeah. I, otherwise, I dig, they'll know you're a time traveler. I'm digging in yeah. a little bit. That's why so, it looks like I might have to bring it up. Like, let's not do that because it looked. I don't want to dress up. So now, wait a minute. So this girl that you're dating, she's a grown up, but then she's also participating in the Renaissance. Fair, I don't know. I don't know. Which is dating. okay. I'm just trying to understand. I don't know if we're dating. We've been on like two dates. One of those is where I was wearing a backpack, so I don't even know if that counts. As a date. <laughs> have you been on a like, date since? That's the backpack more like a date. counseling session. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you seen her again since the backpack date? Yeah. Okay. I see her every now and again. Like, cause well, she, good. Yeah. Where would you go back in time, by the way? Oh, I, I was trying to avoid that question. I don't know. I, I need some time I to I said, where would that. you go back God in time? God damn it, Sean. Where okay, if you, you have to go, like, right now. Oh, boy. Forward in time? Forward what was that, an option? <laughs> I don't Barbara's remember hearing that option. my brain right now. <laughs> I would go, uh, real, real little, I would go to where I don't need to wear a backpack everywhere. Where I had, like, somewhere that I pay normal rent at. You know, not at a reduced rate. <laughs> And, right. and I have a car. I have I have my own private bus that takes me anywhere I want to go that I can drive. And that's it for the one hour. <laughs> oh, this is your forward in time. I thought you meant you had that at one no, point. No, I did have all back. that in one point. Oh, okay. I could go back in time and get that again. Where would you go? Oh, God damn the question. it. God damn it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Would you go back to the set of Labyrinth while it's being filmed? Maybe. <laughs> I could see that. I could totally see that, too. Maybe I'd want to be on the Titanic. Before see, it sink, when that well, yeah. no, you can be on it while it or sinks, while it's sinking because well, yeah, it I know that there are no that there are no consequences. Right when you hit the water, it can be the end of your hour. That could be it. Yeah, that'd be no. That's a really that good answer. Kind of, yeah. That's well, a thank really you. Good answer. You're that's the only thing I kept thinking of. I'm like, why does Titanic keep going to my mind? Yeah. All right. All right. There we go. Good talks. That was that was good. <laughs> that was good. So the Renaissance Fair. Yeah. What are you going to do there? I don't. You know, I don't know. So I brought it up to Barbara. She left. I brought it up to Heather, my roommate. She left. See, I'm just fascinated by it. I, I think it would be. It might be kind of cool. But I, I think it'd Ren- be really fun. Let me tell you this. I think the Renaissance Fair might have been last weekend, or does it continue? It's for like a month. It's for a month. It's a Renaissance out there month. for a month. Rain or shine is what wow. it says. Because they have do like jousts and stuff, right? That's what I'm. That's what I'm screaming. That's why I want to go. I think it'd be All fun right. to see. But I don't know if you got to dress up. I don't want to like wear a hoodie and then you know be a time traveler like Barbara said because they'll know. So they live out there for a month. 
And then what? Just like move to another city and then live there for a month? I don't know. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, this, this is kind of terrific. interesting to me now. It's now like, I kind of want to join this. Like it's, it's, like, a, it's like a gypsy <laughs> band. You just move around. It's tell you super and then amazing. You get to play it's like sword fight and yourself a grown up to go on a date with. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I love okay. how this is what you think that the Renaissance Fair. This is, is how like. I'm imagining. Okay. Let me let me go through it in my mind. In my mind, it's amazing right now, and this yeah. is the new lifestyle I'm going to lead. All right. After this weekend, okay. I think that's what I'm doing. And also, the Rose City Comic Con's happening too. Yeah, that's true. It'll just be costume people galore everywhere. Oh yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yes, it shall be. All right. Um, tonight at the Secret Society, come join us and see these two lovely people here. And uh, oh, you guys are lovely. Yeah, lovely people. I said lovely. Thank people. you. You guys that, are lovely. Is that appropriate? Too. Was that too far? No, no you awesome. guys are super lovely. Barbara's way also. better at saying thank you than I am. I was, I was just going to say thank you, but Barbara. Thank you guys are lovely too. You guys are lovely too. I just said that, Sean. Barbara, you're lovely. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Come see Sean's rapier wit tonight. <laughs> Live at the Secret Society. Uh, you guys, thank you so much. I know you need to get out of here and go do your other your other things that you have doing today. But tonight. Tonight. At the Secret Society. Thank you, Greg and you Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. Yay! All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. And this is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun, em- fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. And nibble it. Every time I hear that, I just think of you guys going to that show later, and then yeah, and then uh, Kenny walking off with their posters. That's and true. Out about it, and then having yeah, and then not having. That was a really fun night. Never steal their posters. Never steal the guy for the guys from Super Troopers posters. Never even that. if you're trying to help, even, just don't then. don't take their posters. Even then. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. So. We are so excited about tonight. And yes. uh, so that was Sean Jordan and Barbara Holm, both going to be part of it tonight, part of the lineup, which is going to be fantastic. And we are joined now by the proprietor of the I love that society. word. I yes. know. It is good. I feel oh, like I need to sit. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I just wonder if you want the air conditioner humming in We the want background. you to be yeah, as comfortable as possible. I am comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's Matt. Hello, Hello, sir. Pardon me. That was a horrible Matt, interruption. No oh, way. No. <laughs> Not at all. No, we're all just a little spastic, I think, right now, because we're so <laughs> yeah, excited about spastic. tonight. Yeah. Dude, it's, I'm so excited for this. So once again, if you haven't heard, um, I don't know why you wouldn't have, because we've been talking about it a lot. Tonight, September 18th, 2013. At 8 p.m., but doors at 7, bar opens at 5. We are having our Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. Yes! Featuring not one, not two, but not three, but four. Yes. Burgeoning, on the cusp, on the brink of amazingly talented comedians. I was going to see how long you were going to go with that. I know. I was was feeling you stare at me. I'm like, I'm (laughs) going to keep going. I was just going to see how many adjectives (laughs) you can throw throw in there. Uh, So, uh, hello, sir. Hello. Matt. (laughs) We are all... I, before we get going here, I, I, I feel like I need a little advice. Yes. I, I, I got an email this morning that kind of rattled me a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh, so we, we all, I believe, I remember that we are all uh, fallen Catholics. Yes. yes. Each and every one of us. Yes, indeed. So I got an email from um, a friend of mine who many, many years ago, 13 years ago, I signed up with my wife to be the godparents of this child. Okay. Even right. though they're, they're, we, we call ourselves godless parents because, you know, there's no God involved. It's just kind of like, you know, we're, we're the alternates. Yes. Yeah, sure. we're, we're, we're playing backup. Um, 
And so I got an email from my friend today saying, I double booked myself. Um, pardon me. First off, uh, the daughter, 13-year-old daughter, just started at St. Mary's Catholic. Okay. And she, it's not about the religion. It's about the education. Okay. Sure. Um, so all Catholic girls school. I get, oh, I forgot that's an all girls school. Yes. Yeah, I had, I had a friend in college that went to that school. She turned out to be kind of a nutball in college. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah. But so I get this email that my friend has double booked himself and needs me to step in for the father daughter dance oh. at, at the Catholic school. When soon? Uh, yeah, October six. Oh, oh I'm like, I, I've, I've never done anything like this. I don't have a child myself, um, but you know, I can, I can, I can, I can do that. My concern is, am I going to catch on fire when I walk through those doors? Oh God! Oh like, wow! Because we didn't. That's going to be. I don't even know what to compare to that situation. That's like so. So I don't even know how these things work. So they they have the dance. It's father daughter dance. Is it like that the daddy daughter dance? Like so that you're there for the yeah. entire time, like an hour. Are you like or the something? chaperone? I don't know if I'm like, well, I'm, I'm kind of the date. I'm kind of not like, I mean, it's like, you know, and, and all I keep thinking about is Arrested Development with yes. uh, Mother Boy. Yes. And it's, that's just not good. Skyrockets in. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, just don't do an afternoon delight with her. And then I kind of get this feeling like I'm going to show up at the door and there's going to be like a couple of nuns standing there. And they'll know. Like, arms folded and just like shaking their heads and saying, really, that guy? <laughs> this is the one you decided to bring with you? I don't think so. And then, like, pick me up, you know, each grabbing an arm and a leg and, like, fleeing me out well, the front door. Well, then you're going to have to over-explain it because she's not your daughter. And so you're going to be like, yeah, I'm there. I swear I'm just, I'm a friend of her family. Uh, yeah. I'm, dan- I'm slow dancing with a 13-year-old. I know. Oh. This is just weird. Oh, man. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. I, I, I don't feel know. like I... I mean, are you going to say yes? Or are you going to Oh, yeah, it? I'll say yes. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, the Catholicism and I did, didn't have the best breakup, I don't mm-hmm. think. You know, it's yeah. like, I, I, I kind of feel like they were, you know, why me to, to, to commit very young and I yeah. was uncomfortable. I wanted yeah. to just like party and like, you know, run into each other every now and again and make out at a party or yeah. something, you know. <laughs> I, I just wasn't ready for that level of commitment. Me neither. I was forced to get confirmed when I was younger. Because uh, well, it was, yeah, I was uh, too. It was, it was very strong. It was a passionate topic in my family. CCD. CCD. Yeah, I went through the whole oh, damn yeah. thing. Yep. I, and I said, listen, you're asking me to lie to your God inside your church. <laughs> I was very not into it. Now, at a, I, at I a know. Catholic school like that, do you have to do... Like some kind of prayer thing? Is there some kind of speech? Well, I mean, if it's all, because I was going to say, I went to a Catholic school, but I didn't go to an all girls school. I don't know how weird that is. Like, what do they do at a Catholic dance? Because it's obviously got to be something churchy in it. Well, when we had so our private Catholic like, school dances when I was like in sixth and seventh grade, like they would be chaperoned, but you weren't like you, you know have to leave, leave room for the Holy Spirit. So you can't oh, get yeah, too where close you, when you're dancing. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think you'll catch fire. I hope not. Oh, but what They're about They're not going to make me confess, are they? Like, I mean, <laughs> confess. Well, they oh, tried God. that once before before we went to uh, you know, confirmation. They did a, a, a horribly marketed thing. They called it a lock-in. Where they <gasps> did you start lock-ins too? Did you not have lock-ins? No. Oh god, where it's like, all right, you're going to spend 24 hours with your new best friends and you can't go anywhere and in the all gym. Doors are they would like take you to the gym yep. and like everybody would just be in there like playing volleyball and taking turns going to confession. 
Yep. Or sleeping. You had to bring your sleeping bag. Yeah, and, like yeah, Everyone's yeah. sleeping on the gym floor. I yeah. don't think I had to do that. Oh, we always had lock-ins. That was like the big like social thing. Right. Which, yeah. uh, again, bad marketing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. You cannot leave. It was kind of terrifying. That that sounds terrifying. Particularly I mean, when my my uh, one of the uh, the people in the CC, in charge of CCD in Bremerton might or might not have been arrested for inviting the boys in our youth group uh, to come over for private hot tub parties. Oh, Ooh, nice! Yeah, and that was the guy who was who was handling the lock-ins. And in hindsight, I'm like, <laughs> let's have another lock-in. I'm like, well, I'm a, I'm a lady. You're not interested in me. But this is still kind of wrong. Oh man, I'm sorry oh. I took us down this path, but I, I just like, oh no, I felt like I was too. in the uh, in 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 the in the company of people who would understand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I know you've probably known her since she was born, so it's a 13-year-old girl, but I mean, it is yeah, awkward I, I, regardless of any 13-year-old girl to have to slow dance with a 13-year-old girl. I'm yeah. Sure. It, well, yeah. yeah. There's that, and then just whatever you have to do, like, are you going to have to recite something like you <gasps> supposedly know like I don't remember the. What do you have to do? Like nice a Bible passage or something? I don't, I don't oh. think that that's what goes on. Okay. Um... I don't know, but you what if don't they put know? you on the spot and like, okay, fathers, we're going to have each one of you come up and read your favorite passage. Maybe they take you one by one, and you have to stand up and <laughs> express why God is your Lord and Savior. I don't. Oh. I, I, is, <laughs> I, I I feel like I'm just going to like be waking up in sweats, you know, for the next two oh, yeah. weeks. You know, like. <laughs> All right, so you're getting anxiety about this. I was talking to Greg earlier today about how I'm getting anxiety about being on stage because I have. Crippling stage fright. Do you do you get afraid of being in front of people? I, you know, I, I in this forum, obviously, I'm mm. fine. I love doing this. Um, yeah, me too. I could play music in front of you know forty thousand people, probably a hundred thousand people, probably the more, and I I would care less. Yeah. You know, like yeah. um, it's actually almost worse when there's only five people there. Yeah, but yes. whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I kind of like get a little swimmy. When I'm actually supposed to say something coherent, and there's a bunch of people looking at me expecting mm-hmm. brilliance, it's, yeah. that's where I go with it. I'm like, oh shit, they they want me to say something. Oh yeah, everybody's well, watching had, you. <laughs> well, there's, well, there's tonight, which is like a small facet of this, but this past weekend, oddly enough, Kabu asked Greg and I to come and talk about the future of internet radio. Right, I was a, kind of following you dude, talking about that. It was ridiculous, and so they we didn't realize that they had called us keynote speakers, and the room was full of 200 angry people. I was almost passing out when I was standing there. I, uh, and Greg's just like laughing. He thinks it's hilarious. And I'm like, I can't go up there. I fucking can't go up there. What is going on? See, I love I love that kind of pressure. I admit, I um, that was that was uh, I, I made up the speech on on the fly because we had just found out like the day before, two days before. It's like, oh yeah, we call him talk if it was a Q and A. It's like, oh no, we're giving a speech. I'm like, um. Okay. Uh, so just yeah. After one of like the most uh, like crazy like angry, it was a very heated uh, debate that they were There's having. Yeah, yeah. yeah a large that portion that of their group does not understand the internet and thinks it's the enemy, and it's and hates corporate radio. Sarah and I come from corporate radio, right. and now we're an internet yes. radio station. And actually, it was we're that, the two evils. Yeah, it was at a place. Uh, it was actually right like a block away from Secret Society. Yeah, when we was. were there at the uh, community Dishman? center. Yep, at Dishman. Oh, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So we yeah. were there, and Greg had told me he's like, "Oh, it's only going to be like 15, 20 people. It'll be fine." We walk into the room. We hear yelling from the hallway. Walk in, standing room only, Ooh. just full of people screaming at each other. Oh. Wow. Yeah. It well, was that's, a hostile crowd. That's it. That, well, they're. Kind of hostile about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. It was not a. It wasn't. I thought it was going to be more of like hippie tree huggers. No, like not just screaming about mm. everything. Maybe thirty years ago, some of those people mm. were that. Not now. Not mm. now. 
No. So I know this is less scary tonight. Yes, but there was a but couple of things, <laughs> though, that we were looking at to help anxiety. So I looked up some remedies, and one of them was citrus drinks. Citrus yes. drinks are supposed to help out. Really? Which yeah. we know that if I am having a citrus drink tonight, it's going to involve some alcohol. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. So we wanted to see your recommendation for before I get on stage. Is this right, Craig? Yeah. Uh, do you have a recommendation for a, a citrusy beverage, perhaps, that I should ingest to try and calm the the nerves, the fish. Do you like what, what, what sort of a... I like everything. A, a, so <laughs> rum, gin... Um, I like anything as long as it's not too sweet. Not too sweet. Yeah. Um, I really like that we have a cocktail called the Bee's Knees. I like the sound of that. And it is nothing but gin. Yes. Honey syrup, which is basically watered down honey. Mm-hmm. Um, and lemon juice. It's... Absolutely simple, but it's brilliant. That and, sounds delectable. And you can take that in a couple of different ways that we have done it. We've we've done um, we have done the killer bees knees. All right, well, <laughs> which, what makes it, it a killer? Well, switching out tequila for the gin. Oh, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so oh. it's just tequila and honey syrup and lemon. It's delicious. It's wonderful. Okay. There are certain people who would rather have tequila than than, than gin. Um, I do okay. like tequila as well. Um, and then I created um, the queen bee. Tell us. Which is basically... Is it Crown Royal? No. It's it's, it's leaving enough room on that so that you can do a champagne float. Ooh. Which is really nice. That sounds good. So if someone comes tonight to the to the shenanigans, would they be able to order a queen bee? Uh, yes, in the in the lounge. In the lounge, okay. yeah, not in the. No, we have a little bit more of a limited bar in in the um, in the ballroom. Gotcha. We, you can get plenty of things, um, but we have more offerings in, in the lounge. In the lounge. Well, and plus, yes. if you're going to the to the comedy showcase and you're in the ballroom, you can always leave at any time and go to the yes. lounge. And, and if you back. want a specialty cocktail, yes. and then come yeah. back. Yes, like, it's very. But we have lots of. Um, we have we have lists and lists. Oh, um, the other one that you might try in the in the ballroom yeah. is a caipirinha, which caipirinha, uh, which is um, have you ever heard of cachaça? No, but I like all these words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to be sound amazing. I'm like, I'd like, I'd like a whatever. I can't remember what. Caipirinha. Caipirinha. You'll see it. You'll see it on the uh, on the board. Um, and it's made with cachaça. I'm speaking Portuguese right now, in case you didn't realize. That's awesome. Because uh, I'm from Brazil. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> those are um, so cachaça is the most popular uh, liquor in Brazil. I remember talking about this. Yeah, because my buddy. Came back from Brazil with a bunch of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's, good. it's really good. And we we carry a brand called Novo Fogo, um, and they're sponsoring our Thursday night um, soul shows called Soul Shake. Awesome, whole different thing. But we we're having this um, up there on the board. It's basically cachaça, which is so it lies. It, it's a sugarcane spirit, but it, it sits somewhere between rum and tequila. Interesting. Um, you should try it. And I think I'd like that. Yeah. Then it's basically muddled limes and sugar and lime juice and shaken up. And um, we're doing them in in little mason jars. So you shake, 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 and then give you the, the mason jar. You that is what will be there. in my hand yeah, when we go, go up it's on delicious. stage. It's delicious. That sounds incredible. It, it, it's, it's in the world of a mojito or a margarita. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that world. Lime, That's a world I want to live in. <laughs> lime, sugar, 
booze. Perfect. What can go wrong? Absolutely nothing. Perfect. <laughs> that is what you should get. Well, and we have something sitting yeah, here in front of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Right let's let's, let's I know, I've, I've, talk I might have had this. some sips of this, so yeah, I do okay. want to know what this is. Um, this is called a dark and stormy. You might have had this um, other places. It's made with Gosling's Black Seal Rum. Mm-hmm. I left the uh, the bottle in the other oh, room there. Oh, there it is. Um, and it's there's ginger beer on the bottom there. So I, if I had done this correctly, I would have brought you a couple of uh, stir straws. Oh, this You're is You're just going to have to use your finger to, to, to get this Sorry, I'm just drinking all the up. rum off the top. Um, yeah. so, this, so, yeah, it's a rum float on top of ginger beer and lime. Oh, man. And you can get this in the ballroom, too. Okay, awesome. Um, and yeah, it's just a lovely, simple little. This little is drink. perfect for this afternoon. It's also it's also yep. helping to calm my nerves a little bit. See, there we go. So you'll be fine. Yeah, Greg was trying to give me some tips on how not mm-hmm. to be anxious, and he was just making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Stretches. So you got to stretch, mm-hmm. and then you got to you got to picture. Um, what is it you're gonna do? You're gonna count count beards, hats. Oh, count Van Dykes. I think. Count Van Dykes. Yeah. Okay. Yikes. Because I was saying when we did the Kibu thing, uh, what helped distract me was that they had an excessive <laughs> amount of bearded women there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There were seven bearded women yeah. that I counted, and so it helped distract me because I was so nervous about being on stage that I would just look through the crowd. And find the bearded women and count them. It was kind of like a, my own Where's Waldo, but with bearded ladies game. <laughs> it helped. We we had a, um, a Kebu Square Dance uh, fundraiser. I, I know this this isn't all making sense. No, yeah. but no. It sounds kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. But the, the the most amazing part was that somewhere along the way, um, somebody went into the women's room. And they trimmed up because there was like a pubic hair explosion. <laughs> oh my god! Like everywhere. Oh. And my bartender went in and was just like, "Crime scene, no!" <laughs> and <laughs> and let me just say, you have one of the nicest um, like lady bathrooms I have ever right. seen. Right. Yeah. And so I, I, I just like the whole thing did not make any sense to me. It's like, okay, I'm going to the Kebu square dance fundraiser and uh Oh, I'm going to get lucky. I better go trim up. <laughs> I better go oh. shave all my pubes off in there. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. Somebody like roll with scissors. I don't know. It was <laughs> somebody suggesting that pubic explosion sounds like a good name for a band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that on a message. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That is terrifying. Okay, if you're coming tonight <laughs> and you do plan to uh, meet somebody, which, at home. which could happen, yep, let's not trim up in the bathrooms. Um, go ahead and do that before you come down. <laughs> so now you've been forewarned. Well, and there have been some people who have met people before tonight that are bringing their dates. Yeah. Oh. It's going to be a date night. Yeah. I like that. And I think somebody just called you, too. Well, yeah, they, I they did were get a call, a and well. I, I, we may as well just air this one out. Yeah. Because um, this person called and said, I'm bringing a date and I don't really know what the scenario is there. I haven't been there. Um, is this the kind of place where it's okay for us to eat during the show? Yeah. And the answer is absolutely. Yeah. And you can eat before. You could come at five o'clock and eat in our lounge and hang out there, mm-hmm. get some drinks, whatever you want. Or you can absolutely eat and drink during the show. Highly encouraged. Yep. Only thing that might be a little bit more encouraged is, is you know, vociferously enjoying the show. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and if you're intimidated on going to shows or anything, like this is the show that you should go to because very it's relaxed. going to be. It's a very relaxed environment. It's not uh, you're 
I mean, people don't talk during the show because, of course, you're there to watch the show, but you're not going to, it's not strictly regimented. You know, people are in the back and enjoying themselves and laughing and, you know. Chill, good people. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. You will have a good time. It's not the typical, like, you know, two drink minimum comedy club. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, We did not have uh, linens on the tables. No linens. Oh, (laughs) no linens. Come on. What? (laughs) Oh, yes. We have a gentleman in the chat who's bringing his lady friend tonight. Oh. We have a couple of them. And John's bringing his entire family. Oh, wow. Oh, excellent. That's (laughs) That's going to be a boisterous crowd. All right. So we. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. uh, I I was just going to say, would you like to uh, sample some of this food that I brought? Yes. Speaking of food, yes, yes, um, I think we must. Eat. So we uh, just just so everybody knows, full menu available in the ballroom during the uh, during the show. Cool, cool. Um, what I brought is some snacky items that we make. Um, and you will have the snacky items there? We always have the snacky items. Snacky we have items lots are of good. those. Perfect. Um, if you don't want to commit to a full meal, you can have a snack. Yeah. And um, so what I brought you today is our pimento cheese spread. Is that what that and is that's right what there? This is I want here. to put my face in that. Okay. Well, we'll let you okay. take a crack at All this right, one thank here. You. Thank you. Um, I have brought you an array of pickles that Lauren has made here um, of all different flavors, including beets and green beans and some summer squash. That is not right. <laughs> that is some of the best stuff I've ever tasted. Okay, okay, then Greg I need needs to, yeah, some. Of this. I need to be trying this out myself. Oh my gosh. And that's a. I'm eating that tonight. Is that that's going to be? Yeah, there. yeah, that's always there. And is Lauren going to be there as well? Uh, I believe that Lauren will be there. I'm not positive. Um, she's there, prepping everything up prepping, right now, getting everything ready, making and Matt, things happen. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's wrong. I that highly recommend so getting. So, what's the name of this dish? Pimento cheese spread. Pimento cheese spread. Get that. That's done. All right, you need to. Pass Even it if back you're getting here. a full dinner, get that with. I'm, I'm just so people understand. I'm stuck in the middle of he two is, people who them, want he's this passing a lot. It back and forth. <laughs> we don't have Sarah Wagner here right now either. To I know. It all, so. Yeah, that's true. Sarah's missing out. Oh, and by the way, my. Um, I, I tried to call her yesterday. Um, I did call her, but I, I have the fancy, like, hands-free, you know, Device voice thing. dial thing in my van. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, call Sarah van. Wagner. And it repeats back to me in a lady computer voice, call Sarah Wagner. Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> you can go straight to the German pronunciation. That's call Sarah Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sarah Wagner will be there tonight. Matt, the burning question for everybody. Are you going to be there? Yes, I will be there. Do you know what you're going to be wearing? Can I give a a detail of your shirt? Are you going to wear your red shirt? Are you going to wear that shirt? Yeah, sure. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll wear my red red, uh, button down, you know, uh, western. I like that shirt. Short short sleeve. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have to bring you up. I can go that way. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, I'm up so there, dude. Both of you will be up <laughs> there. We'll just, be right? just like hold each other up. Because <laughs> we're both having panic attacks on stage. <laughs> like, you know, if it, I might be better with a teleprompter because I do that. I do pretty well with uh, with karaoke. You know, it's like okay. someone Me too. Is holding yeah. up. I can totally sing karaoke. I can oh, sing yeah. karaoke sober. Like oh, yeah. I, I do not Absolutely. get nervous for karaoke. Yeah, but no. then you already sang, know what you're going to say. Somebody's telling you what true. to say. That's true. I sang hopelessly devoted to you in full falsetto. Um, I've done that multiple times, but I did it basically. You know, there was a, a weird like family situation where somebody had it, 
and you know, it's like <laughs> I'm there with like my mom and my dad and oh. my nieces, and uh-huh. and yeah, I, I fully rocked that one right out. And, I you know, would you think, pay American money to see you singing a falsetto voice, hopelessly devoted to you. I, you know, it's kind of <laughs> scary. I I I got off stage doing it one time, and there was this drunk old geezer. Do you remember on um, Holgate and Forty Second? There was it was yes. called, it was called Grandma's for a I while. I sang there. Oh, yeah. Grandma's. Not a very yes. warming crowd. All no, time. no. So Not at all. I, just, yeah. I, I was just <laughs> like, okay, like I'm just gonna do this yeah. and see how it goes. <laughs> I remember singing there because I, I don't even remember what I sang. It was some like fun. So I think I sang like the Dukes of Hazzard. Well, you always have to gauge the room when you do that. Well, they'll like this. It's lighthearted. And I sang it, and no one even looked at me. They just looked down at the table, and then I walked off, and no one clapped. And it's not like I sang terrible. And I was like, wow, this is a rough crowd. And then some guy came up afterwards and sang War Pigs. Like, like full on, really into it. Like, he meant every word. Holy shit. I'm like, dude, you don't really sing War Pigs. Well, you wonder why that (laughs) place didn't look Yeah, I know. I mean, because I like the feeling. Like yeah, yeah, so I got I got done singing that, and you know I had my collection of friends there who were like, you know, it's like you're almost doing it on a dare. Like, yeah, will yeah. you actually go up and do this in front of this crowd? <laughs> and so I got done, and I walked back towards the bar, and this drunk old dude was sitting there, and he's like, "Oh man." That was amazing. I could see the whole thing. Her blonde hair and the wind and her dress. And like, that was incredible, man. He was picturing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So he asked about how you would drink then. Maybe <laughs> so I could picture I was you. able to conjure up Olivia for the drunk old dude at the bar, you know. Well, that's I more really than most of us one. got. <laughs> you at least got one person to like your singing there. Exactly. <laughs> more than I ever got it is totally. well you know i kind of always go on the on the the theory that the, the worst reaction is no reaction absolutely yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, i'd rather they boo than Me too. <laughs> yeah, just no ambivalence yeah. please by the way don't boo us tonight <laughs> oh god don't give they already know that they like i've given people power now to know that they can fuck with me yeah because they know i'm nervous yeah it's already happened <laughs> oh god well so we talked to sean jordan and barbara holm earlier yes. and sean brought up a question and i wanted to i want to give it to matt because i was kind of thrown I didn't expect this question, but um, if you had the power... Well, should we say what our answers were first? Yeah, okay. After, after you said the question, then okay. we'll say our answers. And then if you had the power up. to go back in time, um, any point in time that you wanted to, for one hour, and where would you go? You don't have to worry about affecting anything. It's not going to affect the future, but you can interact if you want to. What time frame would you go to? All right. And so and I said time I said frame or event. event. You or can go to an event, event, a time frame. You could, if you just want to see like the Wild West on a Tuesday, you could do that for an hour. Yeah, but I mean, whatever you'd want to see. Like for me, I picked that I'd like to be on the Titanic right before it sinks. Okay, I think that would be interesting. I think like to be able to walk amongst the elite and see what was actually happening in that moment, mm-hmm. like sure, sure, of chaos and such. I think that that would be interesting. I'd like to be there for an hour before the dying. Yeah, see that. Okay, that's a really good one. All right, because I was trying to think about this. Like, I really like Roman time stuff, but I can't think of it something specific. Maybe just walking around Rome. You should go see, or like a gladiator. A thing. gladiator match. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll catch a gladiator match. Maybe visit a bathhouse. You know, I'll hang out there. Although, wait a minute, that could apply a lot of stuff. Purely for observation. <laughs> Is that what you want to just journalistic purposes? I want to go to a bathhouse. Really? <laughs> I can go in time anywhere I want. I want to go to a bathhouse. Steam down the road no here. <laughs> Roman bathhouses were probably really stinky. They were probably so stinky. Yeah. Okay, like your modern nose probably couldn't handle how stinky they were. Probably. You're yeah. probably right. You're probably right. Well, where would you go? Well, 
I mean, my mind immediately jumped to like a terribly narcissistic place and 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 kind of gross, which is like. <laughs> When you were birthed? Being, you, well, no, being with my parents like, during the conception. That would be really strange. <laughs> but then I was like, no, 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 that doesn't really work. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was not at all what I expected. Um, <laughs> um, you know, because you kind of want to know what the circumstances were and how, yeah, how it all played out and everything. But <laughs> how your dad bombed you know, your mom? Like, like, Did he buy her flowers? Or their I, dinner? I don't know. But then, then back I, of you a know, car? I can't, can't do that. So then I thought about the moon and, like, that first hour of being on the moon okay all right or okay. like being in the first airplane that took flight all right well all let right. me tell that's you that's so cool. funny that you say the moon because the first question that sean jordan asked us when he asked us this he said would you rather go to the moon or go back uh for an hour into the past and do whatever you'd like that's funny that you picked both because you said you'd go to the past sure. and go to the moon. i mean just yeah. it's just being the first people to walk out onto another planet that's pretty mm-hmm. crazy that would be pretty and being cool. able to look down and see your planet there is just the, 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 to see that yeah to see the that must move have on been a pretty yeah. damn powerful feeling and not being sure whether you're actually going to safely make it back mm-hmm. yeah because <laughs> it hadn't been really done before yeah that could be it that's where you are um, but I, I've I've thought about this in musical terms many 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 times yes and I've always thought that going back to like the mid seventies and seeing ACDC in some tiny little place in Australia yes. would be insane. Oh, so wow. I've thought about that before. Like if there was one concert or one band you could go back and see when they were starting, I, I've struggled with this either Jimi Hendrix when he was first starting out like in Seattle or black Sabbath at a small club mm-hmm. somewhere in England. Mm hmm. Like when they were first getting going. I think I would have liked to see Pink Floyd perform the wall in their entirety when they played it at the Berlin Wall in 1990. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. With all, like the floating pigs and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like the. I, oh, I would have but loved. But then you. Uh, wouldn't could, you have to suffer through the Scorpions playing Winds of Change? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of a catch 22, right? <laughs> Although I kind of like that. I don't like that song. I'd be stupid to like that song. <laughs> no. <laughs> or. Even like seeing like Robert Johnson perform in like some little place in sure. New Orleans or oh, Biloxi yeah. in you know nineteen twenty whatever. Oh, pre sell cool. or yeah, pre death, post soul selling. Yeah, post yeah, post po- yeah, post selling a soul. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty awesome. Um, well, you know what? We don't have to live in the past because we can look forward to the future tonight. Yeah, true. Right? You guys want some pickles? Sure. sure. Okay, what is, so, what's going on over oh, here? Oh, and sorry, I, we, we also have some very nice spiced nuts. Oh, Someone's spiced. totally going to cut out what you just said out of context and uh, and and send that into us. Hey, Do they have like pickle? nutmeg or something on them? They have all sorts of spices. That is really good. It's a secret spice blend. These nuts taste so good in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a freebie. <laughs> all right. Um, so we oh, awesome. have even um, some pickled fennel here. That and these are all made in in the house. Um, this is red onion. These are green beans. These are little bread and butter pickles. This is cauliflower. What's with a bread some, and butter pickle? Um, bread and butter pickles are kind of sweet and savory. All right, I'll try one. That is both sweet and savory. Yeah. That is delicious. <laughs> what is this advertised, sir? <laughs> My goodness, you did not lie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I have 
we have a gigantic, not a gigantic menu, but a, a varied menu. We but you have a well-paid, a well-cared-for menu. We have like, a well-cared-for. There's nothing for, throwaway on that no, menu. No, and, and we can take care of the vegans all the way to the lusty meat eaters. Mm-hmm. All right, um, so yeah, just don't think of this as a place that you can have drinks tonight. Like, if you no. haven't eaten, come a little early, get some good food. Oh, and, and, and something that I don't think we've ever talked about is that we've very accidentally walked into um, a situation where where people repeatedly tell us that we make the best popcorn they have ever had in their entire life. I love popcorn. That's interesting. And, what, and what I, I, I never thought, I was like, well, what do you mean? Like... You make popcorn or you don't. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, mm-hmm. I mean. But there's a vast array of shitty popcorn. There is. There yeah. is. And we make it in, you know, to order in a pot with oil and popcorn. That is, my grandma used to make it that way. And that's why, that's why I've always made it, you know, like, well, I, when I was a kid, we had like, we went, we went through every popcorn contraption you could ever imagine, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. air popper, the daisy thing where it spins around, you know, and stirs it the whole time. And it's got the, the bowl is built in as the lid and you flip it. Crazy. The seventies were, were a very interesting time for popcorn. Yes. <laughs> very interesting popcorn lines. <laughs> I feel like that's the start to like a David Sedaris novel or something like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> the 70s are a very interesting time for popcorn. But so we, we have your basic, you know, uh, butter and sea salt. Um, but then we also have a um, black, pe- uh, black pepper and Parmesan. Oh, it's yeah. just got olive oil, black pepper, and parmesan. Uh-oh. Greg got a little too overzealous with the pimento it's, cheese spread. It's the spicy nuts. <laughs> <laughs> He's going back in. So, so um, which is, I guess, kind of unique because the, you know, we get, we get people turning. It's a vegetarian popcorn situation mm-hmm. because there's no butter. Okay. You could say, I would like just salt and pepper and oil. Oh, that's good. See, that's a good snack. Um, See, like, if you want to focus more on the drinking tonight, you want a nice snack. Oh, there you go. So, like, we kind of... we didn't mean to, but we're covering a lot of people. I didn't realize there was a need for vegan popcorn. I had no idea either. Is it gluten-free? <laughs> Matt, Matt, if it's not gluten-free, I can't eat it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, well, Greg, you have to get ready to do your thing. Well, you I, do have a, I do have a thing. I have to get ready to do my thing, i.e. put on my face and get ready. Yeah, we all do. I'm so it's excited. showtime. Oh, all right, so Matt, will you awesome. or will you not be joining us on stage tonight? I'm throwing you out there. I'm... As long as you warn me to be in the room, no, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrangle you when that is I'm going be, to happen. I'm Sarah Dillon, Matt Wrangler. Tonight. Okay, okay, Fair but here's the thing: since I'm gonna be doing the talking, do you guys want the microphone? Do you want to talk? We should say, or something. am I just saying? <gasps> no, how about you say it, you? and then you introduce me, and then I'll introduce Matt, and he can wave. Okay. And then Kenny can just dance behind us or something. Yeah. 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 All right. There we go. I'll yeah. say something on the mic. Okay. So come and if, tonight. And if I feel like there's something to say, I will say it. Okay. okay. I have no problem with that. If Matt has something to say, he's going to say it. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm going to drop the mic and roll. <laughs> Bam, bitches. Bam, bitch. <laughs> All right. So, so. so tonight, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 
In six hours. Six hours is when it starts, but we'll be we'll there be before that. We'll be on the stage that. in six hours. Yep. I wish yep. you could see Sarah's hands right they're now. They're doing this. I don't yeah, know what they're, they're doing. doing. It's, kind of, weird, it's like jazz hands but mixed like with jazz like hands. OCD or Slash something. It rain, is. Rain Man <laughs> what style. What are they? They're like, uh, yeah, they're fucking the Rain Man. You got a Rain Man Dustin, hand going. Yeah. It's about $100. About $100. About $100. <laughs> about $100. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ah. So tonight... September 18th, 2013, come join us at the Secret Society and hang out, have fun. We'll be down there. We want to meet all of you that you can. Yep, and we're bringing a camera tonight. We want to take pictures with as many of you guys as yeah, possible. Yeah, we want to take pictures. So, uh, yeah, come hang out. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Um, Super excited. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Big thanks to Matt for coming. We didn't... Thanks like, for having. You never come in empty-handed. Like, I didn't expect no. you to bring anything today, and you go yeah. above and beyond. We've always got something. You always do. This I don't is know. awesome. This is amazing. It is so So cool. good. And I did contemplate doing a little song and dance. At you the should do that, so probably. Maybe that's what I'll do. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a song. A little War Pigs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, before we start the night, I need to just take it a little bit serious for a minute. It's a real crowd pleaser right here. gathered in their mattress. Jesus. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you tonight with Fun Employment yeah. Radio. Yeah. Dot com. Eins, zwei, drei, rock.